welcome to Your Career Podcast. If you're looking for inspiration in your career or job search, you're at the right place. I'm Jane Jackson, your career management coach and author of Navigating Career Crossroads. For more career advice and support, go to janejacksoncoach.com and find all you need to create the career of your dreams. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast to inspire you to take your career to the next level. In this podcast, I chat with amazing professionals who are leaders in their field and find out what's made them a success. Many of them have successfully made changes in their careers. They may have changed industry, changed job function, made big city or country moves, or taken the huge leap into entrepreneurship. I also share practical and actionable career tips for those who want to explore what to do next in their career and aren't sure about what steps to take to get moving. Subscribe to this podcast for regular updates or visit me at janejacksoncoach.com. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas introducing Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that will inspire you to take control of your career and your life. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, career management coach and author of Navigating Career Crossroads. Be prepared to ignite. Welcome to episode 14 of Jane Jackson Careers. Today, I have a fabulous guest with me, Doyle Bueller, who's known as the Digital Dude. He helps global small businesses and entrepreneurs become outrageously outstanding online. He's an author, an entrepreneur, speaker, and online digital business strategist. A former military pilot and aerospace engineer, he has since spent 14 years in the business world with startups and online e-commerce businesses around the world. Doyle has an MBA in leadership and is the author of the book on digital strategy and online business leadership, The Digital Delusion, How to Overcome the Misguidance and Misinformation Online. One of Doyle's businesses was named as Profit Magazine's Hot 50 Fastest Growing Company in Canada and Manitoba Business Magazine's Number One Fastest Growing Company in 2009. Doyle has also recently won the Smart 100 Innovation Award, ranking as Australia's 100 Most Innovative Products with his digital leadership methodology. He holds a number of U.S. patents for devices and online business methods. Now, Doyle is passionate about spreading the word about digital leadership. So welcome, Doyle, and I can't wait to find out more about you, the digital dude. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, okay. Now, I want to find a little bit about you. Well, I thought, I thought the introduction was everything that you needed to know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it sounded like it. It's like, whoa. <laughs> well, what about I should you? Edit. I should edit it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about you? Where are you from? You've got an interesting accent. Tell everyone about just your very, very early days. Um, well, I'm not, uh, maybe I should start with this. I'm not American. <laughs> not, uh, no offense to all my American friends and family. Um, no, I'm originally from Canada. I've uh, been in Australia for about five years. And uh, yeah, I, I've uh, basically grown the business from Canada. One of the, the one that I was mentioned or that was mentioned earlier uh, was kind of what got me here into Australia because the business was expanded. Uh, into the U.S. and then Europe and then into Australia. So, mm. 
Now, what I want to do today, Doyle, is is dig a little bit deeper into the past a little bit, not too far back, but just to find out about your career path, because obviously, you know, this podcast is all about careers, but you've had such a fascinating career that I'd like to find out how you got from A to Z, and then I want to find out a lot about the digital delusion and all of the fabulous services that you provide. Can I just ask, what career did you dream about when you were 18 years old? Um, Honestly, I would have to say when I was um, about 14 years old, (laughs) I dreamed of um, sort of becoming a military pilot. And by the time I was 19, um, that's what I was doing type thing. So it took obviously a lot of a focus, I believe, uh-huh. um, to be able to achieve that. So that's kind of where I started. And mm-hmm. I did want to say, though, you said A to Z, and I want to make sure that um, my career is not over, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're up to about N. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Yeah, cool. So, no, that's that's kind of how I got started was that was sort of um, where I wanted to begin things. Mm-hmm. So I was very enthusiastic about, about that type of thing. So, mm. Well, I think for, you know, I mean, every little boy's dream is, is to fly fly jets or to be a pilot. What, what were you flying? Um, it was actually the, uh, it's called the Tudor jet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, it's, if you're familiar, it's what the snowbirds still fly today. So, mm-hmm. um, the aircraft was actually built in the mid sixties. I think they were actually older than me. So <laughs> it was quite challenging at times, but yeah, that was, that was the aircraft and they've since retired it. But if you Google the Canadian forces snowbirds, that's, mm-hmm. that's the aircraft. So, wow. and so how old were you when you left the forces? Um, I think I was about 24, mm-hmm. yeah, 24, 25. So yeah, fairly, fairly short move, but that's kind of when I went into, uh, aerospace engineering. So, and so what were you doing? Were you, so you were an aerospace engineer for how long? Correct. Yeah. Um, that was about another five or six years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there might be a trend here. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the last one is, is a bit long. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and in that one, what I was doing was, um, basically designing repairs for um, a turbine aircraft engines mm-hmm. was sort of the primary uh, focus for a number of those years. So. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. interesting because what you were doing in the early days was really like hands-on, you know, really yeah. using your hands, and then now you're the digital specialist. So right, how, yes. how did you get from hands-on down and dirty engineering and flying exciting jets around the world to where <laughs> you are today? Um, well, I guess the, for me, the big transition, and I, I've got a specific moment where I was on a, I was like running the international government program of this aerospace company in Winnipeg, little Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Um, and I was re- read this book by Michael Gerber called The E-Myth. And in that, it was like, it was just one of those books that's kind of quite transformational in terms of what it is that you take from. And for me, it was, oh, I've got to do something. I've got to create a business. I, I have, I, there's that sort of entrepreneurial bug that really bit me. Um, and so I started my, my master's in business and uh, finished it and left that safe, secure career uh, in the aerospace field and started on that journey and with a couple of startups, and these were the ones that you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, in the e-commerce field. So that's basically where I, I came into the digital side mm-hmm. um, was through through those paths. So this was like back in 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. 
um, created the the foundations of some of those, the second startup that I did. Mm. And that's really sort of what sort of brought me into this digital space was that as a business, I, you know, I had, I was in there, I had to create this, this online business or it was simply wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. So that was really, really key to making sure that I had all the pieces in place. And, you know, I had the audience, I had the community, we had, I mean, social media, even 10 years ago, wasn't what it was today type thing. So it's been a constant evolution and trying to keep up with that. And that's sort of what's really driven me is, is yes, I like being entrepreneurial, but I also do a, a fair bit of teaching as well. And not just about digital, but previously I was um, teaching some uh, former inmates in some of the Canadian prison systems. So they were finished, but they had to get re-engaged with the world. So I, I taught them business planning and how to develop a business and that sort of thing. And that sort of really sort of focused my training side. My, mm-hmm. Hey, we, we, there's a lot we can learn, but we got to, you know, help and, and teach, teach it to other people as well, which is, which is super, super important. Mm-hmm. That is so wonderful that you're able to reach people in no matter what walk of life they're in or what phase of life or whether they've had, um, a smooth career path or whether they've veered off the path for a while, you're still there yeah. in the system yeah. and actually to create well, perhaps a new career for them as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you know, yeah, some of, some of them have created businesses out of that program. So I, I did that for quite a few years. So it was, it was really quite interesting and, and life changing for my part too. Cause it was like, yeah, these people, they understand that they've made some bad choices and they're prepared to make some good ones yeah. um, and sort of get what they need to, to make sure they, they do it right this time. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so, it's so important to give people a second chance because not everyone yes. knows what they're doing. And especially sometimes it's when they're younger, you make some silly mistakes that end, yeah. end up you being in a terrible place. Um, and then if you're given a second chance to be able to, to restart your life and your career, that is so I mean, it's, it's transformational, isn't it? Um, yeah. I just want to say it was interesting that you mentioned The E-Myth by Michael Gerber because I read the book as well and I had that same feeling when I was reading it because, you know, running my own business, sometimes you get so involved in your business that you forget about working on your business to grow it. And reading yeah. The E-Myth, it put everything into perspective for me and obviously it had a, a profound effect on you as well. Yeah, yeah, no, really, it really did. And it came down to understanding the process and, and building a franchise business. And that's actually what I did first was we had uh, multiple franchises across Canada and the U.S. Yeah. So it, it, it re- like I said, it was one of those capstone moments where it completely changed my life mm-hmm. <laughs> for the better or for the worse, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that he does say in this book about, you know, thinking about um, building your business. If you treat it as if you're building a franchise and you set up all yeah. these really good systems, um, then you know you're going to be building a very, very good business. And so, yeah, Doyle, yeah. now, with the digital delusion, which is your, your business now, what would you say is the most rewarding about running this business? Um, I would say educating people um, to sort of get to know digital themselves because a lot of people are a little bit intimidated by it and it's it's really only going to get worse as, as sort of you get all these layers built on over top of everything mm-hmm. so yeah if, if i can create that clarity for people to say to 
look, I, you can never be a bis, an expert in your, your business, for example, Jane, but I can kind of help you educate yourself and get you the tools that you need, that knowledge that you need to say, well, I need to do this, this, and this, right, to run my business online, yeah. right? So it's really about finding those tools and that knowledge that, that gives you that capability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you're guiding me through setting everything up online too because it's it, I'm so fascinated by it, but technically challenged and it's nice to have someone there to say hey Jane this is what you need to do and then I can just yeah. follow the instructions it's a bit like painting by numbers and, and you're a mother for that <laughs> that's okay so, <laughs> so thanks yeah but but the point is is that then you can do it yourself right like you can you've learned these things so you can talk to other people about it and it's not that hard right no Once I just you send kind people of understand. to you Doyle I send people okay. to you <laughs> okay <laughs> alright um yeah, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough yeah. embarrassing you. Now, tell me, what is the most challenging thing about running your own business? Um, and in particular, because, you know, you obviously you travel a fair bit with your business as well. What, what What's the tough stuff about this? Um, I guess, good, good question, Gina. I would have to say it's about um, um, making sure that you, you kind of fill all of those gaps as well. Um, uh, I don't know. (laughs) You love it so Um, much it's not challenging? No, it it is. And I I guess that's it too, is that there's a lot to keep up with, but it's, there's also a lot to sort of understand to see how it fits, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and making sure that that fits then with the people that you, uh, teach and the the people that you show as well. Mm Mm-hmm so that they can then take those tools. But at the same time, it's like you, you can't really get caught up with those tools. So uh, I guess I, I try to keep it back to basics and say, well, it doesn't matter if there's a new social network, like the big hot one now is Periscope, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anybody can use it, but it's like you have to still have, you know, some key things. You still have to have a good strategy, like why are you doing it? You still have to have the good, you know, what are you going to say on it type thing? And you have to have the sort of the, the sales channels to, to push traffic or, or audience back to, you know, where they can actually have a transaction with you. So I, I guess just kind of managing that and saying, okay, well, these are what you can do and this is how you can do it type thing. So yeah. I guess people come to you because, you know, being the digital specialist, um, your, your clients, myself as well, just expect you to know everything about everything. And then when the technology is changing all the time, and as you say, there's Periscope, and then I'm coming to terms with Instagram and Pinterest and Twitter and Snapchat and LinkedIn and everything else with the e-newsletters, that there's so much to really keep on top of. Um, it must, that, that must be tough for you because the landscape's changing constantly. It is, yes. But um, what I feel is important too is that look, if you if you've got this clear um, digital leadership thinking, right, then then you can understand how it fits together, right, and, and not sort of going off to the flashy thing or the the bright and shiny thing too. So that that's kind of what I encourage everybody to do is is not look. Yes, it's new, but if something the next Facebook comes up, right? It might be Periscope, who knows, um, or Instagram, right? It might become bigger than Facebook. But mm-hmm. the point is, is that if you've got those pieces in place, if you have that digital ecosystem in place, it, it doesn't really matter because you, you're still, you still have that framework. You still know why you're there, mm-hmm. right? So yes, anything can come up, but that you can, you can manage it. You can make it simpler. And I guess that's sort of the engineering me coming out. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's about systems and it's about process and, and making things better. So how do you do that? Well, creating a methodology. 
Yeah, yeah, and just being yeah. systematic about it. I have to admit, I'm yeah. one of these new shiny thing people. Um, something <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I like it too. It's like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> it's another great distraction. Yeah, well, if there's yeah. something else to try, then I love to try it. And, um, you know, I've been following your podcast on, on iTunes, and I thought, well, I want a podcast too. So I've recently <laughs> launched, you know, obviously this podcast. And it's so much fun because one of the things that's so good is I get the chance to talk to other entrepreneurs. And yes, everybody, yeah. everybody dreams of running their own business. And as, as a career coach, I, I work predominantly with people um, who've experienced a redundancy. And so many of okay. them say, well, now I've got a little bit of money. I'm going to start my own business. So Doyle, you are a digital entrepreneur. Um, what sort of advice would you give to people who are thinking about going into entrepreneurship? Um, I would honestly just say do it. Um, don't, don't, um, don't worry too much. Look, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs get to where they are because they just do it right. They, they decide, Hey, I've got to do this and away they go type thing. Um, get shit done as we say in some circles, but, um, don't, don't sort of get caught up in the details and the minutia of it. Like, you know, focus on your, your outcome. What is it that you want to do and, and go for it? Right. I mean, do you need to produce a business plan? Well, maybe, right. Do you need to produce a strategy? Yeah, you should. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, look, if you can just kind of focus on that goal, mm -hmm. um, it, it has to be, well, I don't know. You don't, you don't want to put constraints on other people. I think if, if you've got a, a good idea, mm -hmm. yeah, you got to jump in and do it. Um, do, do your upfront due diligence, right? Like, mm -hmm. is there a market and, you know, can I sell this or that or whatever the case may be and, and adapt it as you go to, it might not be the same thing that you started with. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I, I believe that, you know, entrepreneurship can save the world, right? We can do so much with it if we can sort of create economies between millions and billions of people around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I'm 100% with you there because I love, love the entrepreneurship. But so many people, they start businesses and they don't make a success of it. Would you say it's because of a lack of drive or determination or clarity? What, what do you think is that, that little bit of magic that makes it work? Well, it certainly can be. And, and, um, look, drive is obviously important. And look, if you have a hard time driving yourself in your job, well, you might want to take a look at is, is entrepreneurship for you. Right. Um, that, that being said, I think a big mistake, and I was having this discussion quite a few times in the last couple of weeks was, um, a lot of us present ourselves as a technician. And this is a concept that Gerber discussed, right? It's like, we're, we, we market our businesses as technicians. So instead of the bright white smile, mm -hmm. right. Of a dentist, what we're trying what they're selling the technician is the selling is you know come and sit in the dental chair and we'll poke these mirrors and poke pokey things into your mouth right to give you great teeth mm -hmm. but it's like people don't want that right they want the end product mm -hmm. right so a lot of us focus on because we're you know a dentist what do they do well that's what they do all day they put they put these these things in your mouth, mm -hmm. right? Um, not realizing that the reason why people are doing that is because they want an outcome of a nice smile. They want a, mm -hmm. they want confidence. They want, you know, don't worry about their teeth falling out or people giggling because they have, you know, holes in their teeth or whatever, mm -hmm. right? So it's kind of part of that. It's, it's like we have to get past the side that it's just about this 
specific thing, our technician type mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and move towards, yeah, what is the want of our customer? Yeah. I think that transition is really hard, and that's where a lot of us get stuck, myself included, right? I mean, I'm, yeah, a technician, you know, true and true, an engineer, right? How more of a technician can you get? Mm-hmm. But the point is, is how do you actually relate that to your audience? What they want is more important than how do you actually do it type mm-hmm. thing. So that, cool. that, yeah, I think when people first get into business, I think I'm really good at this and this is what I'm going to sell or I can make this and I'm going to sell it. But at the end of the day, what, what you're what you're selling really, really is a solution to a problem. Correct, and, yeah. And you're right, people want to go from this dissatisfied state to the deliriously happy state because of a service or product that you've got to offer yeah. it. And we've just got yeah. to sell the solution, not the um not the Yeah, exactly. Product. Ask, ask your customer why. You know, why are they buying from you or mm-hmm. or you know, why do they want what you have? And and again, it's not as simple as to sit in my dental chair to get things poked in my mouth. I want a nice smile. Yeah. So yeah. Now you're the digital delusionist, and you do amazing <laughs> Am things. Am I? I'm the magician. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> well, I've never heard of it expressed like that, but okay. <laughs> well, I love the cover of your book because you've got this, um, you've got this magician on it as well. So, since well, an you're, illusionist, yeah, okay, since you're <laughs> but I guess delusionist. The delusionist or the illusionist or uh, yeah, yeah. the magician, tell me yeah. about a day in the life of you and your work. Um, well, basically, um, uh, taking a look at, you know, what's, uh, what, what, I don't know, I, I take it a different perspective of, you know, what, what problems are in the way of, of, you know, what challenges are in the way of, of preventing you to getting to your goals. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it, it's a matter of, of deciding, you know, what projects are important, what ones have a priority, how do we actually fix that priority? And then really kind of getting to work and saying, you know, you have to get, you have to get specific to mm-hmm. get into the actual activities of, you know, developing programs or creating processes or, you know, the wordsmithing or writing, like I do a ton of writing too. Right. Mm-hmm. So that kind of ties everything together and, and, um, yeah, helping answer some questions through my Facebook group or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just kind of going from there. Mm-hmm. And so if someone was thinking of getting into entrepreneurship within the digital space, what would you say would be the top three tips for success? Uh, you'll need some experience to start with. It's one of those things that, um, um, the way the industry is developed, you can, there are a lot of social media experts and website developers and that sort of thing. And, and not to diss any of them, but, uh, you know, do they have that background to kind of tie things together? So you really need to take a look at that is, is, um, really understand that process that people need to go through to build a business online. Mm-hmm. Right. And in my case, I, I experienced it. Like I, I ran my business for, um, how long? Eight years, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, total. So it's, it's a matter of, you know, do you have that within you to run your own business? Then you can sort of help other businesses, right? Yeah. So, you, you know, you kind of go through the school of hard knocks of running your own business, um, making mistakes and having successes and doing whatever, this and that. 
Mm-hmm. It sounds and, uh, like, yeah. Sorry, it sounds like you really need to have the resilience and the resourcefulness to be able to bounce back if something works or something doesn't oh, work. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, without question, if you, if you don't have that, like, as, as an entrepreneur, you, you won't survive because um, it's, it's all about you. It's all about what you do or don't do, and people are going to turn on you. People are going to piss you off. People are going to, you know, you're not going to be able to deliver this or that or, you know, and it's, it's constant, it's nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just about, you know, setting up your computer on the beaches of Bali, right. And running your empire from there. Right. It, it's, it's a lot <laughs> tougher than that. So yeah. And if you're not resilient, yeah, don't, don't do that at all. Cause it, it is very, very difficult. It is challenging not to scare people off, but, mm. um, yeah, you have to understand it, it's not like having a job, right? You don't have those that sense of security. You don't have that sense of regularity. You don't have that come in now and leave at X hour, right? It's nothing like that whatsoever. So No, that's right. I mean, certainly I know when it's your own business, it's, it's almost 24-7, especially when you're building it up initially because there's so much to do and you have to actually train yourself. I found this for myself. I need to train myself to switch off at the end of the day because when it's your own business, there is no end of the day unless you yeah. say, okay, 6 o'clock is enough or 7 o'clock is enough or sometimes for me, like last night, it was midnight. Okay, that's enough. I must get to bed. There's always something more that you can do when it's your own business. There is. And look, some of us, that that's what makes us feel satisfied too, right? Mm. Um, so it, it's like if you enjoy it, well, why not, right? I mean, don't do not do that at the at the jeopardy of other things. But at the same time, if that, that's obviously your passion about it, right? Because you're doing it mm-hmm. um, and you're excited about the prospects and the possibilities and that sort of thing. So yeah, keep doing that. I, I don't know. I mean, you kind of have to live by no rules type thing mm-hmm. um, because otherwise, the, yeah, the job's not going to get done, right? And whether you have, you know, 10 people or one person or 100 people, mm-hmm. right? You still kind of have to have that dedication and, and that... Um, yeah, get it done attitude. Yeah, I think it all boils down to the passion or whatever it is that you do. Because if you've got the passion, it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I know certainly so I mean, when I'm coaching, I, it's it's to me it's fun. I love coaching. I love <laughs> finding out, you know, what the problems are. How could how can we solve them? What is it within you? And and it's almost like for me, working is invigorating. And I'm I'm sure that you feel the same way because you're so good at what you do. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's like, well, you know, what else would you be doing? Um, <laughs> like, I, I can't sit on a beach, right? I can, but not for very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even that. with a, even with a computer. Yeah, because um, yeah, no, I, I just like to keep my mind active, and I guess that's kind of what it is: is keeping your mind active and, and yeah, having having some passion. Yeah. Well, I'm so lucky to be talking to someone like you who loves his his work so much i'm not going to say job because it's not a job it's your it's your <laughs> business it's your passion that you're living living and breathing as well and so can, yeah. can you tell tell everybody where can they reach you if they want to find out more about the digital delusion and all of the services that you provide give us a bit more more info there sure absolutely um well you can uh, honestly just google me google Google me, I can't even say it. Um, there's only one of me in the world, Doyle Bueller. So 
Um, How does and it smell I'm not sure what will come up, but some, you know, <laughs> Surprise, surprise me. <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. So, um, so we need to know how to spell your name. Yeah. So Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E. Bueller, B-U-E-H-L-E-R. And I'm on Twitter under at Doyle Bueller. I'm on Instagram at Doyle Bueller. I'm on Facebook slash Doyle Bueller. Where else would I be? You can go to my main, my podcast on iTunes and what else? My main website, the digitaldelusion.com. Mm-hmm. That's the digitaldelusion.com. And actually you can download a free copy of my book at the digitaldelusion.com slash two. Mm-hmm. It's as easy as that. So, um, you can download the ebook uh, or PDF version of the book. So, and, uh, that, that really kind of outlines the, the process that I go through and that I show people how to, how to kind of, get through that clutter and confusion of online by putting it in a process by having a clear methodology as well. So, mm-hmm. Well, you certainly live and breathe what you do because you are everywhere online and that's, that's what so many people want to do when they want to build their business. So we've learned an awful lot from you today, Doyle. Thank you so much for coming on the show and I hope that, that you'll come back and give us a, a part two of all of this online strategy information in the future. Yeah, happy to, Jane. Really, really appreciate your time. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much, Doyle. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. joining me today for affordable career help please check out my career success program i provide a unique blend of online and live career coaching to help you take control of every aspect of your career or career change if you aren't where where you want to be in your career let's talk check it out at thecareersacademy.online the links are in my show notes